0: TWD Plant City WLCC Brandon Faith Talk
1: Tampa Download the Faith Talk Tampa app Or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey
0: Up next is Fresh Wind Radio Sponsored by Love First Christian Center This program is pre-recorded It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins On Fresh Wind Radio The love of God is
1: unconditional But the blessings of God are based on conditions I repeat again, the love of God is what? Unconditional. But the blessings of God are based on conditions. I'm going to say it again. The love of God is unconditional. But the blessings
0: are tied to conditions. We hope you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now... Let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo. God is doing something
1: new. I it Today I'm closing out my series on The Blessed Life. And uh, I had five parts. I'm going to do a quick review, summarize before we jump into the day. The first thing God wants us to understand. It's from Genesis chapter 1, verse 28. Uh, he wants us to be fruitful and multiply. Look at him and say, be fruitful and multiply. Maintaining will not be blessed. He wants you to grow. The Bible says we go from faith to faith and glory to glory. His expectation is for you to grow. Also, we've learned that what we have doesn't belong to us. Uh, Psalms... 24 and 1, it says this, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness of it, the world and those who dwell in it. That means you don't even belong to you. Psalms 50 and 10 says this, hallelujah, for every beast of the forest is mine. And the camel thousand hills, I know every bird of the mountain and everything that moves in the field is mine. Look at this, y'all. If I were hungry, I wouldn't even talk to you. For the world and all that contains are mine. Haggai 2.8, it says this, for the silver is mine and the gold is mine, says the Lord. Thank God I memorized stuff. (laughs) I'd have been in trouble right there. Even the things you think are yours. (laughs) Maybe in a pawn shop one day. You think it's yours, but see, there's not a U-Haul at funerals. You're not taking it with you. So we have to be cognizant that what we have, we are just stewards over. The word steward means I'm temporarily in control of something that does not belong to me. To be fruitful in God's kingdom, you have to be faithful. The only way to be fruitful is to be faithful. Then we taught from 2 Corinthians That God gives seed to the sower, and he will multiply your seed for sowing. God is the great multiplier. Now, if you get in his system, it's going to work for you. But you have to stay in his system. Then we went to Mark 14. Mary gave her alabaster box. In this message, I taught that they're going to talk about you anyway. You might as well give them something to talk about. Some will, some won't, so what? If they're going to talk, give them something to talk about. To God be the glory. And then last week, we we talked from Proverbs chapter 30, and Solomon said this in his prayer. Let's read this, church. And then he prayed, God, I'm asking for two things before I die. Don't refuse me. Banish lies from my lips and liars from my presence. That would preach by itself right there. Give me enough food to live on, neither too much nor too little. Here it is. If I'm too full, I might get independent, saying, "God, who needs him?" And if I'm too poor, I might steal in this honor the name of my God. Solomon, the wisest man who ever lived, and the richest man says, listen, I know that I start to trip when I got too much. Oh, I don't see y'all. Brother had no job. Now he got a good job. Now on Sundays, he had the football game. I said, when you were broke, you were in church. Hallelujah. <laughs> Look at your neighbor and say, I don't know who he talking about. Look at this. I don't know who he talking about, talking about people like that in church. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oftentimes, we are faithful with less than with more. True. Hallelujah. Today I'm talking about legacy. Everyone say legacy. Proverbs says this Proverbs 13:22. Let's read, church. Good people leave an inheritance to their grandchildren, but sinner's wealth passes to the godly. I asked my pastor one time, I said I don't understand the scripture. And he told me something. Bless me, he says Jomo. I'm working on my grandkids' kids. I said, wait a second. Grandkids' kids? He says, yes. God's a generational God. All throughout Genesis, he says, I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. We should leave a legacy. So I thought to myself, now how can I leave a legacy? Now, there's one way in our world, life insurance. That's a good way. But God, in his, in his uh, incredible wisdom, had a better way. We're going to teach from Proverbs chapter 3. The word proverb, everyone say pro. Action. Positive actions. As I go through this, one verse will give you instruction. One verse will give you instruction. And then another verse will give you the benefit of instruction. So it's going to be instruction, benefit, instruction, benefit. All right. gonna we'll start in verse 1. My son, do not forget my teaching, but let your heart keep my commandments. Hear me. The love of God is unconditional, but the blessings of God are based on conditions. I repeat again. The love of God is what? Unconditional. But the blessings of God are based on conditions. I'm going to say it again. The love of God is unconditional, but the blessings are tied to conditions. Obedience. Verse 2. For length of days and years of life, life worth living and tranquility and prosperity and wholeness of life's blessings will be added unto you. Notice he says, uh, I want to give you la- live years worth living because see, not all our years are worth living. Truth be told, I would like to have some next seasons in my life. You know how, how you watch online on demand videos and you can just go next season. There's some season in my life I could just hit next. To God be the glory. Let's just fast forward through that season. <laughs> Anybody got some season in your life? This, this next season. To God be the glory. Chapter 7 wasn't good. Go to verse 8. Hallelujah. Verse 3. Do not let mercy and kindness and truth leave you. Instead, let these qualities define you. Bind them securely around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Okay, let's deal with it. Question. Could you be identified with mercy? When someone says your name, can they equate your name with mercy? All right. Make it plain. So if someone says, when I think of this person, I think of kindness. Could they say that with your name? When they say your name, can they think of truth? So he's saying, this is the bar. This is what I want people to know you for. What I love about this, mercy and kindness, you put that together, it's called love. He's saying, so what I want you, I want people to know you by love. And Jesus said this, he says, they will know you by how you love. Don't, don't, don't give me scripture if you're not going to walk it. You can quote a scripture, but you nasties all get out. James says, faith without works is dead. So we have to walk this thing out. He says, write it on the tablet of your heart. Why? Because the heart is the birthplace of righteousness. If it's on your heart, you're going to act right. Here's the benefit. So if I walk in love, I'm going to find favor and high esteem in the sight of God and man. Because, see, I'm showing his love. So he's going to honor that. Jesus. Verse 5. Trust in, rely confidently on the Lord with some of your heart. (sighs) Do not rely on your own insight or understanding in some of your ways. (sighs) Okay. I need need a uh, Stu. Come here, sir. Stu, come on. And and, and your son. Come on, come on. I need y'all. Now, this is, this has is worked out for me. Two services. I'm just calling people out. Now, this is the last service, so just make it work. Uh-uh. Air Force One. Daddy love you, don't he? Lord, Jesus. he paid for them shoes, didn't he? How old are you? Uh, 15, 15. Finna turn 15. All right. You know he's from the South, fitting. All right. <laughs> now, Jerry, stand behind him. Now, all I want you to do, You ain't got to look back. I just want you to fall. Fall, just fall back, okay? Don't even look. On three. One, two, three. Now, how many years has he been catching you since you were born? So you have complete trust that when you fell back, he was going to catch you. I got a question. How long has God been catching you? No, no. How long God got you out of messes you thought you would have never got out of. Relationships you never thought you would Raising babies, you didn't think, how? so many times God's made a way and then all of a sudden when I say trust them, you're talking about, I don't know. Thank you, thank you, thank you. God bless you. See, trust is based on relationship. If I have relationship and I know that every time I've been down, I know every time I thought I never would have made it, I made it. So all you got to do, believers, is look back over your life and look where God has brought you from. Some of you got jobs you didn't qualify for. Some of you got houses you didn't qualify for. Some of you are in positions you never thought you would be in and somehow, some way, God made a way. There was times in your life you should have been dead. There's hospital beds you shouldn't have got out of. There's car accidents you should have got out of. There's nights when you were driving in the midnight hour and you fell asleep, but somehow, way, God woke you up right on time and when you look back over your life the same God that did it then is the same God that can do it now the Bible says trust in the Lord with all your heart all you have to do is look back it may be a new mountain but it's the same God it may be a new struggle But it's the same God. Some of us waste so much energy telling God about our mountain versus telling our mountain about our God. Don't waste your words. The word of God says, speak to your mountain. It didn't say to talk about the mountain. It said, speak to that mountain. Ah, Can these dry bones live? Ezekiel, speak to them bones. Whatever situation you got, you better open your mouth. Speak to that situation. Okay, Jomo, calm down. I'm about, I'm about, I feel, I feel like running right there in the Avenue. Total, complete trust. Jerry's son didn't think about it. God will always catch you, Pastor. I had a brother, one smart dude. You can't tell me my, your you can't tell me my heart. I said, really? You don't know? Only God knows. I said, well, thank God I know the Bible. In His Word, He says there's two ways I could identify a man's heart. Number one, where he uses his money. Pastor, prove it. That's why you hear Matthew 621. It says this, for where your treasure is, that is where your heart is also. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Also, it says, thank you, Jesus. Thank God I study. Hallelujah. So everyone say your money and your mouth. All you have to do to figure out where a person's heart is, is where they put their money and what they talk about. Everyone say M M. and M. So for the rest of your life, when a person says, you can't tell me what's in my heart. Oh, yes, I can. Where your money go and what you talk about. Look what it says. A good person produces good things from the treasure of a what? Good heart. An evil person produces evil things from the treasury of what? An evil heart. What you say flows from what's in your heart. The next time a person cuss you out and then say, I didn't mean it, you say you're a lie Because you just told me what was in your. I didn't mean to cuss you like that. No, you did. And I appreciate it. Thank you. Because now I know you're. Everyone say M&M. You'll never forget it for the rest of your life. I can tell your heart about your money and your mouth. Any single folk in here today? Any single folk? Single folk? Single folk? Okay. You better get the MNs locked in. He or she better have some money. And how they talk. If you date a person for more than a month and they ain't said Jesus one time, run. No, no, no. If you go a whole month and you can't say praise the Lord one time, they told you. They're what? Now, pastor, why do you say that? That's not nice. (laughs) Hear me. If you do not love God, you cannot love me. So that's why I see some people frustrated. He don't know how to love because he don't know God. God is love. He says you cannot be acquainted with love if you're not acquainted with God. That's why the Bible says don't be unevenly yoked. So many of y'all think y'all going to save somebody. You can't save nobody. Worry about you. You stay saved. You're not saving no, oh, I'm going to put on my cape and save him. Save her. And then you, you praying for your ass and you, let me stop. And your Proverbs 31 woman, but, but you have to order your steps, their money and their mouth. All you got to do is listen. And they'll tell you what's important to them. Look at him and say, that's easy. Mm-hmm. Now, you got to listen. Now, look at what he says. He, back in the Proverbs, he will make your path straight, smooth, removing obstacles that block your way. Verse 7, do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord with reverent awe and obedience and turn entirely from evil. That means turn, repent, change direction. The greatest enemy of you is you. The greatest enemy of you is you, your understanding. You think, for the most part, most of us believe we're smarter than God. No, we don't. Yes, because if you thought he was smarter than you, you would listen to him. So when you don't listen to God, you're saying, I'm smarter than you. I know you wrote the book, and I know you made me, but I'm going to go this way. And you think that's going to work out for you. Well, no, 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 He gave you a plan. The steps of a good man are ordered, Psalms 37, 23, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Look what it says. Now, if I do this, look what it says, it will be health to my body. Your marrow, your sinews, your nerves, your muscles, all the inner parts, your freshmen. Listen, look at y'all. From the beginning, we have been plugged in. Mamas, when you give birth to a baby, the baby is plugged in called the umbilical cord, connected. Then they say when a baby comes out, they want to put the baby on the mother's chest to start nursing so he can get re or what. And the challenge with us, sometimes we forget that we have to stay connected. I went, my, my iPad had a new download, but my battery is low. The iPad said to get the new download, You got to get plugged in and be full. Some of you haven't got a download, wondering why your stuff all twisted, can't work. You ain't got your download. Then what happens, we say, Pastor, I can't hear God. I say, you can't hear God because you're not plugged in. Talking about Pastor God don't speak. No, you ain't got no bars, boo. You got no bars. You got no reception. You wonder you too far. Because notice when you get closer, you can hear better. But when you far away, you drop a lot of calls and God been calling you and you keep dropping and you don't you got no reception. And you wonder why God ain't spoke to you too far, boo. You gotta get closer. I want to hear his heartbeat. I wanna be right next to him. I don't want to miss any more assignments. I got to be plugged in. How can you get what he has for you if you're not plugged in? <laughs> I, I told my wife one Sunday, I said, babe, God let me to give this brother a car. If he's here today, the car's his. He wasn't here. He wasn't what? Pastor Tommy, no, i would give a car away in a minute. But I always watch obedience. I can't bless a mess. Because God don't bless a mess. Now, by the way, some of y'all looking at me for a call right now. I saw, I saw the spirit. I saw the hall ho- ho- <laughs> y'all. Present. I hear, Pastor, I hear. <laughs> y'all remember elementary school when they called your name? Present! Verse 9, honor the Lord with your wealth and with the first fruits of your crops, your income. Pastor, what is honor? Honor means preferential treatment. It means a priority. It means put first. This is one of those things that you should hold on to for the rest of your life. Who you do not honor, you do not respect. And who you do not respect, you cannot receive from. I'm going to say it again. Who you do not honor, you do not respect. And who you do not respect, you cannot receive from. Perfect example. If someone disrespects you, you don't listen to them no more. Do I got a witness? Because so now you can't receive from them. So I always want to keep my honor in place because, see, whom I don't honor, I can't receive from. That's why I tell people, listen, if the church you're going to, even if it's this, if you don't trust the man or woman of God who's teaching you, run Because all you're going to do is be double-minded. Well, what do you mean by that? Uh, No, 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 no. You got to find a place where you say, okay, I'm receiving so I can grow. Because if you can't honor, you can't receive. That's God's order. I love. This is candy I love, y'all. I mean, it's of God. Jesus. Thank you, Father.